Welcome back, guys. Episode 6, Extra Crispy Podcast. We made it, baby. It's New Year's, January 1st, 2021. 2020 tried to finesse us. It tried to run us out of our pockets. But we got around that, and now it's 2021. Ain't no looking back. You feel me? 2021, baby. We celebrating. Look it. I got my wine in my DBZ mug right here. If you're watching the video podcast, I got a DBZ mug, right? And it's a pretty sick mug, all right? So if you're just listening to the audio, listen to that audio, and then go to my video on YouTube, X Crispy Podcast, and check out my mug, all right? It's sick. Mm. Normally, I'm sipping on tea, but since it's New Year's, I'm sipping on some red wine. Now, I can't do it up like I used to do it. Well, first of all, because of uh, coronavirus, uh, 2021, I mean, 2020 has passed us by, but the coronavirus is still here and kicking stronger than ever. But uh, so normally, you know, I'd be turning up on New Year's with people. But today I'm turning up on New Year's. By myself. <laughs> but it's still all good, baby. We in 2021, all right? All that 2020 bullshit is over. Anyways, so, um, you know, pretty much me, you know, I've just been here with my family, my intermediate family, as in my kids and my girl, <clears throat> soon to be wife. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm just uh, sipping on this uh, red wine by myself because my girl really don't drink that much, all right? And my kids are underage, so... I mean, I guess uh, if I was uh, old school, maybe I could have uh, put some whiskey in my finger for the newborn. He's teething right now. I remember uh, I asked my dad, did uh, did they ever do that to me when I was a baby? And he was like, what the? Like He was like furious about it. Like, <laughs> like if I was disrespecting him as a parent. I thought that's what they did back in the days. Put the whiskey on the finger. They rub it in the baby's gum when they're teething to numb the teeth and shit. Anyways. That's some 1920 shit, I guess. Maybe not 1992. And right now, bitch, we in 2021. All right? We in 2021. What's coming up for the New Year's? I don't know. It's an unforeseen future, you know? Um, it could be better. It could be better than last year. Uh, and last year was really rough, you know? Overall. Even if you had some individual success with things, right? 2020 was still rough, you know, with... Kobe Bryant dying and numerous of, well, this happens, been happening for hundreds of years, but numerous of black men killed by the police, you know, equating to the, to the, to that, the largest protests, you know, after George Floyd death, um, uh, there was that shooter and, uh, what was it like that white kid in Nebraska, he shot up at that protest or whatever and kind of just walked past the police with that rifle. And I could be saying the wrong state, but in my head right now, it's Nebraska. I've been sipping on some red wine. I don't have my stats all right here with me, okay? I wanted to get this episode out for you guys. New Year's Day. So you get that new 2021 vibe from me, right? 2021, we're bringing more energy. And I'm going to say 2021 about 2021 times this podcast, all right? So don't judge me, okay? It's, it's got a good, it got it got a good ring to it. We should have been suspicious about 2020, right? 2020, just saying those words, it just reminds me of eyesight. Like my eyesight is 2020, but 2021. Oh wait, 
No, that sounds like you're saying 2021, like that year one. And if I'm on, if I'm on a tirade ramble, like I said, red wine and trippy sticks, all right? And CBD. Mm. Ah, keep down the inflammation. I got 30-year-old knees. 28, but my year, my knees are two years ahead of me. Um, And, uh, you know, I mean, what else happened uh, 2020? Well, the Lakers won the championship in the bubble. That was tremendous, right? But another setback, unfortunately, that caused the bubble in the first place is the coronavirus, which universal, I mean, worldwide, that's the roughest part about 2020 was the coronavirus, you know? And um, I don't know, what is it about? Maybe a million people lost their lives worldwide, roughly. Um, and uh, condolences to all those and their families who lost a loved one or a friend during this coronavirus pandemic. But um, hopefully in 2021, the first quarter of it is dealing with coronavirus. And then the, the, the rest of the, the 75% of the, the rest of the year, we're flourishing. We're getting back to where we were at in 2019. 2019, we took it for granted. 2019, we was thriving. 2020, we was just trying to survive. I should have just said surviving so I could rhyme. I like to rhyme when I talk, all right? <laughs> uh, you know, in my soul, I'm a rapper, okay? But in my mind, I'm a comedian, okay? I'm all confused and mixed up inside, all right? But 2021, we're bringing in more energy, more love. Mm. Ah. ASMR. <laughs> So, um, something that I want to focus on in 2021, right? Because we all get these New Year's resolutions. Um, one year, I, I went out drinking and smoking. I did it. Kudos to me. I'm lying. I, I fucked up 11 and a half months in at my Christmas party for my previous company that I used to work for. But I did 11 and a half months. I pretty much did a year, okay? Um, what's that? What's that one saying? I always heard people. Say, oh, almost only matters in horseshoes. All right. No, almost also matters with New Year's resolutions, bitch. All right. So I almost did a whole year. <laughs> sobriety, which technically it's not sobriety because I was drinking coffee and I don't give a damn what you say. Coffee is a drug. It's just a drug that possibly positively affects productivity we think right um i wonder if there's studies out there you know of, of these things like how productive are you when you drink coffee compared when you don't drink coffee you know or what's the life benefits to drinking coffee obviously we know with alcohol is just <laughs> there's like no productive productivity with alcohol the only thing that's good about alcohol is that it makes you more loose for sure. You know, it makes me like alcohol is a direct link to not giving a fuck <laughs> for real. You know, marijuana is a direct link is a direct link to intro 
spectivity. I don't even know if that's a word, but being introspective. That's marijuana is a direct link to being introspective. I feel like marijuana, if <clears throat> if you have a issue with yourself or an issue with your environment, marijuana is gonna highlight that. And I think that's 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 the benefit in a way. But then when you're in a situation where you shouldn't be high, because you shouldn't be so introspective, you probably shouldn't smoke weed in that moment. I'll give you guys an example. Um, <clears throat> I didn't talk about this in my last podcast. If you didn't listen to it, it was a dedication podcast to my father uh, who passed away. So when I had to do his funeral arrangements, um, I had taken a few puffs before I went to the to the funeral home and, 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 you know, answered all these types of questions and decided what I wanted to go about for his funeral. And I was kind of high in which caused a tremendous panic attack on the inside of myself. But since I've been doing this for a minute and, uh, I'm such a devout actor, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I was able to hopefully to them keep my poker face, you know, uh, I don't know why I'm all about a poker face, but I, I do the poker face a lot, you know? Carry my, carry my, no, you can't bring my poker face. Mm, 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 mm. You know, um, actually that song wasn't my jam, but, uh, one of my friends used to play it so much in his quote unquote sex floor. That's what he called his explore, the sex floor. It started to grow on me. All right. Really, I'm into that hard-ass gangster shit. You know, that Snoop Doggy Dog, but some good pop music. I mean, it could grow on you. It could grow on you. Maybe that's why they call it pop. Because all of a sudden, it's on you. Um, But, uh, dang, my shoulder keeps hitting this freaking boomstick I got. I need to get, like, a taller one, you know? Because my shoulders are so freaking broad and masculine. Like he's bumping into this fucking boomstick, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, That brings... <laughs> you know what it's talking about being... Fuck, I hope I don't fuck up this fucking mic. Oh, shit. Hold on. Technical difficulty. All right, and we're back. <laughs> I had some technical difficulties with my mic real quick. Um, But speaking on broad shoulders, you know what it made me think about? How I played freshman football. And that's as far as my football career went, but I enjoyed it very much. All right. Um, I got to say, <clears throat> I was on the B team, not the A team, you know, it's not because of my talent. All right. <laughs> okay. Cause I was catching balls. People see me in the two hand touch balls, but it's because of my discipline. Um, my brother showed me this video of Denzel Washington, like, at a, uh, maybe like a college theater class, or something like that. I don't know where at. Uh, and he ends up telling them that um, dreams without goals often lead to disappointment. And you can't reach your goals without discipline and consistency. And that was my problem as a young man. When I was becoming a young man, especially, 
my discipline was very nil and my consistency in discipline in my discipline was almost non-existent right now i'm getting a i mean you know i'm now i'm starting to get more disciplined now i'm i'm getting better consistency but i'm still not where i want to be and maybe that's my 2020 new year's resolution is to be more disciplined and more consistent thank you denzel washington <laughs> anyways so dreams without goals often lead lead to disappointment that's what he said um oh yeah just show you guys one more time back to my dragon ball z mug goku right there on the front uh i didn't mean to say dragon ball z because i don't know if it's copyright infringement but fuck it uh goku on the front this is this is the scene oh oh and then kid boo right there for all my anime people and if you're not an anime people still fuck with it because i'm gonna break it down for you this is the scene from the kid boo saga when goku actually uh destroys kid boo with the spirit bomb or for people who are more savage kills him with the spirit bomb uh, giving it a little extra push after he threw it turned super saiyan for a second and my anime community is going to kill me but i forgot why he can't do the spirit bomb initially super saiyan now i'm getting too deep because now i gotta explain more all right sorry guys i segue too fucking off all right but this is 2021 i'm bringing a lot of energy for 2021 2020 I was building up my discipline and my consistency, but it made me lose focus on my energy. You know, 2021, I got the discipline, the consistency in the bag, kind of, and the energy is going to be more of what I'm focusing on. The execution, it's not all about just the process, right? The process is, that's the shaft. (laughs) The execution is the climax, all right? So we need to start focusing on the execution too a little bit more. Now I'm not gonna lie, in the bed I focus on the execution a lot. <coughs> Anyways, mm. <sighs> red wine. The only thing I don't like about red wine, um, which I like it, I just don't like the sugar that I kind of feel like I'm taking in. You know, I know it's New Year's, whatever the fuck, but. If I'm going to drink a sugary drink, I'd rather have like an Oreo shake from (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And no, Chick-fil-A is not sponsoring this podcast, okay? I know what you guys are thinking, all right? (laughs) I'm plugging in Chick-fil-A because they're sponsoring me, but no, they're not giving me a fucking dime. Matter of fact, they probably took about $5,000 out of my pocket this year. Well, 2020. forgot, it's 2021. 2020, Chick-fil-A took me for $5,000. I'm sure of it. Because I ate at Chick-fil-A probably more than anywhere else. Oh, or this side restaurant. It's like a mom and pop place. Uncle Pete's Cafe in Westminster. And they're not sponsoring me either. <laughs> I don't know. I keep name dropping. In no way sponsoring me. But one day they will be here. Because 2021, speaking things into existence. All right. We're speaking things into existence. And what are we speaking for? Success, enlightenment, contentment. Meaning, 
you want to achieve your goals. You want to gain wisdom through your experiences, but also being content with the results that you get so that you're not ungrateful. Boom. Oh, I didn't do it too loud. Sorry for your ears, but bang. You feel me? Um, Kind of surprising sometimes. It's kind of surprising sometimes just that we make it to a next year, you know, when you see so many people go. And then you see those when you see somebody pass and it says 1970, 80, 90 something to 2020, 1918, you know, and, and, and you just make it to another year and whatever your beginning year is, you make it to that to the next year and. Hopefully that end year goes 100 plus. That's what I hope for. When I was younger, I used to grab, I used to, I used to grapple with this idea of of being old. You know, I don't know if grapple is the right word, but I mean, when I think grapple, I'm thinking like, <laughs> like wrestling. So I'm gonna go with that. But um, well, I could say struggle with the idea of of being old. You know, and and. Thinking like, you know, because you see all these rappers die young. And especially I was a big fan of Tupac. And um, when you when people go young in media, in art, they make it seem like it's so poetic. But in real life, when you become a real adult with with the understanding of the world, there's nothing more precious than life. There's nothing more precious than getting older. You know, keep on living. You know, I feel so good about living. <laughs> the older I get, I feel better and better about it. You know, it's crazy because the older you get physically, you're probably going to get more creaks. You're going to get more back pain and this and that or whatever, you know, do the best you can to take care of yourself. Eventually, anything's going to catch up with you physically. Um, But psychologically and spiritually, I don't know. I, I just feel tremendously uh better greater deeper than my teenage years in early 20s mm. ah. but hopefully i make it to 100 and something hopefully i break the record that's what i pray for what's the record i don't know i don't know um Modern record, I'm sure it's like 122. Ancient record? Well, you better check the Bible or the Torah or the Quran. One of those religious texts. <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, the old times, right? I wonder, um, I wonder if sexuality and, and like lust was always there at the same percentage as it is today, you know, um, desire to be free, I guess, of 
certain morals. I want. I wonder if that was always there. You know, for our, I wonder if each. I wonder if we're all like pretty much the same. You know, but that makes us different. You know what I'm saying? Like me. Fortunately for myself in this society, I'm a heterosexual man. And I'm a pretty big dog about it. But imagine that on the other side, right? Um, If you're a homosexual man, you would probably get chastised a lot more. And you probably, from a young age want to be free and open about it but the way that society was it's changing now but the way that society was for a long time it was taboo you know but maybe a thousand well romans they're pretty cool with it so it's kind of kind of crazy how that goes in waves you know but i wonder if each person is born with that kind of like they don't want to hold themselves back they don't want to, like, even in different countries who can't, they don't have the same freedom of expression as us in America, where I'm at, if you're watching the Ex Crispy podcast in a different country, because I look at my statistics, and i seen that I got United Kingdom, and i seen that I got Mexico, all right? So my people who are listening to Mexico and the United Kingdom, I love you. Keep spreading this shit international. Anyways, I'm in America, California. Um, I wonder if, you know, like... Like, how do you feel in China when you find a politician attractive? You know, you can't just say that shit on Twitter. <laughs> if I find Kamala Harris or, or you know, Sarah Palin attractive, I can, I can say that on Twitter. And I'm not going to be f- murdered or held in contentment, breaking some type of law or some shit like that, you know? China, you're probably going to get beat with a stick. I don't know. But I'm just assuming. Where else? North Korea. Um, certain Middle Eastern countries. And it's like, I can't even imagine what that's like to be oppressed in that kind of way. You know, obviously, you know, I'm half black, half Mexican. We have our own oppression here in America that still goes on today, right? But it is getting better. And I'll tell you this. I hear a lot of people, maybe since during, maybe during that, after George Floyd's death, this became kind of taboo for people to say what Black Lives Matter and, and all kinds of stuff like that. But I've heard people kind of like allude to saying, why can't black people get over slavery? Or, you know, I've heard... Black people say today is not much different from back then. And number one, I think we shouldn't forget about slavery. I think that things have gotten better, but there's still a lot to be done. If you think about it, right? Let's say... Let's say whatever race you are or any whatever, right? Let's make yourself you. Just you 
And whatever you are, ethnicity, that is the ethnicity that is enslaved in America today. That is the ethnicity that is discriminated against worldwide. Let's not be confused, right? The transatlantic slave trade was involved with many different countries, European, Arabic. Um, I'm not sure about uh, Asian countries. I have to do more research about that. And even before then, you know, there's there's been all kinds of atrocities against black people, as there has been against other ethnicities. Right. But it continues on today with black people worldwide. So just take away the race, right? Whatever race you are as the listener right now, imagine whatever race you are is that race of substitute black people for you, right? If you're not black. And imagine people taking away your culture. Think about how far back your culture goes. Think about your grandma, your great grandma. Think about how far back it goes. If you could, you're taught it. You're taught it even if it goes back 500 years. The only people who kind of have a similar disconnect, a similar disconnect to that is Hispanic people, Native Americans, right? So imagine you're in that black people and in, in, you're in black people's shoes, right? Whatever ethnicity you are. And you're in slavery. You're enslaved. Your people are enslaved. You guys have a disconnect with your culture and it goes on. For four to five hundred years in the greatest, well, in a continent that is newly discovered and in a country that is going to be the most powerful country in the world in a short amount of time. And even when you guys get freed, there's still numerous of laws that are in place to keep you from raising your family, being safe, having the rights of every other man, woman that you see in this country, right? And even then, you guys fight, you guys get killed, you die, oppressed, locked up in chains, now in the prison system. Then the 60s, 70s come around and you can vote. But you're still discriminated against. You're still funneled to the ghettos. You're still being killed by police, even sometimes lynched by white supremacist groups. And then you get into the 90s and the 2000s and you're called a thug just because the culture that you had to develop because of the oppression is what we see today in some American black cultures, you know, um, the gangster image, right? Uh, Unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, right? Because there's some good to that. But unfortunately, people correlate, some people correlate being black with being thug. When it's not the case, there's a lot of white thugs, Hispanic thugs, 
Asian thugs. Being a thug does not come from ethnicity. It comes from poverty. And unfortunately, we've been oppressed to be impoverished for hundreds of years. So a lot more people in the black community, in the Hispanic community, subscribe to that logic that if you ain't being hood, you ain't being real. And then, of course, there's some people who are woke, of course, and understand that you being you is being real. Now, if you are hood a little bit, like, or that kind of, if that, if that, if that is the narrative people give your personality, if that's the title people give your personality, but you're just being you, then so be it. That's people, people could tell the difference between genuine and somebody acting. You know, trying to, well, unless you do a really good acting job, but people pretending to be somebody else, you know, just, we, we do, we do these things based off defense mechanisms, right? To protect ourselves physically, emotionally. And all I'm saying is. I forgot what my point was originally, but fuck it. All we got to know is let's all treat each other equally. And I know we're a lot of people out there are doing that. And um, if you want to support black business, give back to the black community, subscribe and follow my podcast, motherfucker. So, um, uh, it's a lot of weight on our shoulders, man. It's a lot of weight on our shoulders to be better. Than the previous generation, you know, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, Polynesian, Arabic. There's a lot of weight on all of our shoulders. And um, I honestly wish that I can speak every language because I love talking to people and gaining perspective. Now, the flip side to that, I would have a bunch of people calling me and shit. (laughs) Sometimes I don't like to be called. I'd rather be text. I'm I'm sure people can feel my pain out there, right? Sometimes you don't want to be called. You'd rather be text. And I'll talk to you if I ever see you face-to-face. I like talking the DMs, too, on Instagram, right? I like talking the DMs on Instagram. I like talking face-to-face in person. And I like talking through text message. Phone calls every now and then. Every now and then with a certain person, you know, like, I, I can't just talk to anybody on the phone for a long period of time anymore. You know, like when I was in high school, I could do it. You know, you'd be talking to Shorty on on the phone until freaking six, seven in the morning. You know, I can't talk to that. Me and my kids got me and my girl got kids together and I can't talk to her on the phone that long. <laughs> and I think maybe because you're so in awe to you're so in awe with adult conversation when you're a teenager because if you think about it that's like the beginning stages of you becoming an adult that it's it's a it's a drug that's why we listen to podcasts adult conversation is a drug it's good it's juicy and when you're a teenager you're getting your first taste of that because everything before that was kid conversation kid conversations is full of shit <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh kid conversation is watered down watered down 
Just like my son's juice. When I give him juice, I water it down. When I give myself sugar, I fucking in gulp and just I just get eat whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Cause I'm an adult now and I do whatever the hell I want. I try to be disciplined about it. But if I want to eat some sugar, I'm gonna eat some sugar. Now my son, he ain't got that choice. I give him his shit watered down. Mm. Ah, drinking that red wine. I bet it's a bunch of sugar in there. Um, and uh, I really don't know how long I've been talking for. All I know is that 2020, it's rap. 2020, you hurt us so bad. You hurt us, 2020. As a fucking, as, as the planet Earth. All right. And now we're getting past that. It's getting, we're getting into 2021. Everybody is optimistic because everybody appreciates the good times now. There's been so much struggle and we're not out of the woods yet, but we're just hoping that tomorrow is going to be better. Just hoping and praying and wishing. And I believe it is because I'm a, I'm a realist. Because I really think that things get better. You know, some people call that an optimist, but I call it a realist, all right? Because things get better, all right? When things get bad, when things are on the ground, they're at ground level, they can only go up, all right? Which I can't look up with my left eye. Don't know if you guys can tell. That's That's a long story, all right? I'll tell you guys that on another, I'll just tell you right now, right? Boom, me, middle school, eighth grade. This dude that I beat in body shots once, his name is uh, Lewis, not to say his last name. I beat him in body shots once. He was a little older, a little stockier. So I don't think he liked it that I, I pieced him up in body shots, right? And so he kept challenging me, blah, 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 blah. He wanted to do it again, blah, 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 right? And, you know, I'm like, at this time, you know, I'm, I'm 13, you know, I'm starting to get extra hair in my balls and shit. My, my day's getting long, you know, I'm, I'm feeling myself. I'm like, you know, I'm going to piece this fool up again. And I'm, I agree to his turn. I'm like, all right, let's do this, man. Let's do this. And I remember it was, it was a, it was a test day in eighth grade. I forgot what they call them, benchmarks, some shit. And, um, you know, you spend like an hour and a half in a cl- in one period instead of the usual hours something like that to take it. And it was raining that day. And we were going from first period to second period to take our benchmarks. So in between that, they're like, all right, let's do this, blah, blah, blah. We go to the boys' bathroom. It's raining. So we couldn't do it outside because we were trying to, uh, well, first of all, you don't want to get seen. So that's another reason why you do it in the bathroom. But I, the first time I body shot him, I body shot him. I went body shots with him outside. But it was raining. So we go into the bathrooms. I got my man Ivan, Zeeshan, and I believe he's with this other guy named Lewis, who's a friend of mine too. Um, but he hung out more with him. Uh and you know, they're all right, all right, guys, go. And then we and then I throw the first punch, right? And he slips. And I stop my punch. Cause I have that kind of self control. And I stopped my punch from clocking him upside the head because he slipped. 
And then he, I go, oh, are you good? He goes, yeah. All right. The guy goes, all right, you guys ready? Go. Now, this time, he throws the first punch. And I go to punch, and I slip. But instead of him stopping his punch, hits me dead in the left eye. Immediate split vision. I couldn't see. Orbital fracture. Everything's purple and yellow. Maybe that's why I'm a Laker fan. <laughs> Everything was purple and gold. <laughs> Split vision. I couldn't see. I'm like this. Ah. Oh. <laughs> and and my friends are looking at me. I could kind of I I split vision, but I I could see. But it's purple, like shades of purple and gold. And I could see the devastation on my friends' faces looking at me. As probably that my eyes were fucking crossed like this, even worse. And that's when I knew something was really wrong, you know. And at the same time, I think I had a concussion because I started getting nauseous. But this is when I started to feel myself, feeling like a man and tough. I didn't cry, but I did go to the nurse's office. Uh, I had my friend kind of like help walk me there to the nurse's office because I couldn't see, man. I was like this. I was like eyes closed. If you're looking at the the YouTube video, you see me, bitch. <laughs> if you're just listening to the audio, imagine. And I get to the nurse's office, and, you know, I ain't no snitch-ass nigga. See, this is the type of shit I'm talking about, you know, being black. You just subscribe to these fucking dumbass things like being a snitch, right? I should have fucking told him this motherfucker. But anyways, I said I ran into the bathroom stall when somebody came out and opened it. <laughs> and that's how I fucking fractured my orbital. Not that I knew I fractured my orbital at this moment. Anyways, so dumbass nurse lady. Oh, just lay down. You'll be okay. Fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> so I just lay down and uh, I tell her I'm feeling nauseous and shit. And she's like, okay, maybe you had a concussion. I'm going to call your dad. And my dad worked two an hour and a half away from where I went to school at because he commuted to work. Commuted to work. And so he, surprisingly, he got there super fast, way faster than I expected it. Which I was very relieved for that. And then right when my dad took me out, out of the school, right there in front of the school, I barfed. Blah. After that, I felt way better. We get in the car. He takes me to the ER. The whole entire time I have my head down because I can't see. And my vision's all fucked up. And I'm in pain too. My eye hurts, obviously. And But it didn't go black and blue because he just hit me so dead center. Like he didn't get all this, you know. He must have had small hands. But they were very pudgy. I remember that because he was kind of a thick guy. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, I go to the hospital and the whole time I have my eyes closed, I'm looking down and I hear this fucking dude come in screaming, you know, I'm in the ER and I'm like, dad, what, what's going on? You know, I'm asking my dad because he's my fucking eyes at this moment. And he's like, oh, some biker guy came in here with his thumb halfway cut off, you know, and he's like, oh, help me and then the doctor's like, oh, how old are you? Uh, do you drink or smoke? And he's like, yeah, I drink or smoke. I do all that. <laughs> he's, he's, I remember him. Oh, he's like, he was like that, you know. And I wanted to look up and see, you know, because at that age, you know, you want to see that gory shit. But my, it hurt me so much to open my eyes that I just couldn't. And then anyway, so I lay down. Eventually, six hours later, the doctor sees me. And they do a, I don't know, MRI, CAT scan or whatever. And at first, I go home. We get a call back. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It should go back to normal. doesn't seem like there's a fracture, blah, 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 blah. 
Another day or so goes by. Actually, uh, it does look like there is a fracture. I don't know how we missed it. Blah, 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 blah. They ended up sending me to a surgeon um, who I think wasn't an ophthalmologist. I can't remember exactly. He was like, I remember my next surgeon because I had a couple. I had four surgeries over the span of like, I don't know, 10 years. Uh, but that first guy, I guess he kind of botched it a little bit. He wasn't exactly an ophthalmologist. Um, I think he was a, a, a veterinarian. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, and he didn't do the right job. And because he fucked up the first one, my implant that I had to, to, to border off the break, the fracture was like out of place that my second surgeon had to go through scar tissue. Long story short, the scar tissue made it so difficult to relieve the muscle that was trapped inside of the fracture. That's what it was. My muscle was trapped inside of, inside of the fracture in my bone on my orbital that's what enables me i mean that's what holds me back from looking up so they were trying to free that but they couldn't because of all the scar tissue in the way and they can't really tell exactly what it is what they can't tell exactly when it gets far back there what scar tissue and what's muscle he said it's like a chicken he said it's like imagine a chicken in the in the in the chicken fat your incision's like this big and they have to look through a hole like that. And they, if they cut your muscle, that's it. Your fucking eye. It's going to be like a, it's going to be like a marble flipping through your head. So long story short, this is what I'm dealing with. Whatever. But even though I close this one and I'm still looking up, I close my left eye, which is the one with the fracture. I use my right eye and I'm still looking up because I'm looking up to 2020 because i'm a realist man even when bad things happen it's gonna get better all right this is the energy all 2021 we're gonna get these goals accomplished people we're gonna feel better we're gonna move better we're gonna make sweet love to our significant other this is the extra crispy podcast way all right positive energy good energy and when the energy is bad and it's negative you know what we do we manifest that shit and we turn it into fucking fuel to power us through knock down more walls defeat our enemies which is not our each other the enemy is Satan but anyways we want to manifest any negative energy into fuel and defeat our enemies so all my crispy critters out there who support me support the podcast check this stuff out every time i drop my shit if you can get others to follow follow the podcast youtube spotify apple if you want to support me guys please subscribe to my podcast x crispy podcast i love you guys crispy critters we did it again episode six we out